Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Shankly Sessions, the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every day on the upper tier. If you could be so kind as to go out to YouTube and smash that subscribe and bell notification button, we would really appreciate it if you help us grow the channel. Hope you're all recovered after we sailed a domestic cup double at the weekend, winning the FA Cup. Not dissimilar to the Carabao Cup on penalties. Um, good Lord, this team we love really puts us through it sometimes, doesn't it, in terms of how we win things. But uh, second trophy of the season, uh, boxed off. And we don't even get a minute to celebrate it, so we have to get right back into it again. We finish up on Saturday evening late enough. And here we are back again prepping for a Tuesday game down at St. Mary's against Southampton. Um, Tuesday, 7.45, Ralph Hasselhutl versus Klopp. Interesting dynamic. Um, let's begin. So the hosts, Southampton, have had 10 days off to mull over their recent 3-0 loss to Brentford, which I'm sure Ralph wouldn't have been best pleased with at all. Well, we went off and, of course, lifted our FA Cup um, for the first time in 16 years at the weekend. But um, nonetheless, second trophy of the season. Two potentially still to come, but we're not going to go down that road. Um, but let's see how it goes. Um, Liverpool coming into this game, it was a tough FA Cup for us. Lads were dead on their feet. We mentioned it in the match reaction. Robbo ran himself into the ground. Trent ran himself into the ground. You know, we'd injuries, Van Dijk had to come off. Fabinho obviously wasn't available. Uh, Alisson nearly injured himself with that save off um, Alonso, uh, who followed through on it. He could have hurt his knee there. Um, Mo Salah came off, injury to the groin apparently. Um, so we had we had a number of injuries. So that whole spine of the team there had to change, you know. And it was it was an interesting dynamic when the boys came on. But safe to say, what it's going to do is it's going to force Jorgen into changes. There's no doubt about it because I think while we are still in the title race and while we'll believe right till the last minute on on Sunday, um, realistically, my heart would tell me that, you know. Hopefully that's what happens, that we get what we need and that we finally come out on the winning side of a final day push. Um, but my head tells me that City are probably going to be too strong for Villa at home and it's going to be just a step too much for us to take. But who knows? Um, the dynamic of that as well, we're going to touch on. We'll touch on it more, I suppose. Once we get tomorrow night out of the way and hopefully we bag the three points and then it, it really does go to the final the final day of the season. Um, and we'll touch on it a bit more, but could this be a situation, could this be a script that is written that this is the way it was supposed to come down? Um, we all know the slip that happened with Stevie. Um, I've been to a number of nights with Stephen Gerrard uh, where he, he was asked questions about if there's any game in his career that he could go back and change or replay or something like that. And of course, this is the game that comes up all the time, that Chelsea game where he slipped. And you can tell by the way he talks about it. He talks about it with a heavy heart and with an element of sadness. And when you look back on his career, what a fabulous career he had. Um, but there's always that that conversation about he never won a Premier League. Okay. Um, for me, he owes us nothing. He was an absolute brilliant servant to the club and arguably the best player we ever had. Um, 
but I think there's this cross that he bears himself. There's this, there's this weight that he carries around with him. And you can see when he talks at meet and greets and at evenings and stuff like that, that, that it hurts and it would hurt and it bears heavy on him. Um, that he felt he let a city down and a fan base and a club in that one moment. And I'm just wondering, is there a script written where he goes to Aston Villa and he's the one, it's his result that presents us with the Premier League and then in some way, shape, form or fashion, he gets that due, <laughs> that, that, that what's due to him to, to wash away the memory of the slip by helping to win a Premier League indirectly for Liverpool. And I just wonder, is this the is this the story? Is this the movie? Is this the is this the Netflix documentary that's written that could happen? Um, and as I talk about it, I'm getting pretty excited. Um, but I'm gonna go into it in more detail. Obviously, when we do the the preview for the Wolves game, we'll we'll probably look at the Man City game as well as part of it, you know. But uh, I, I just I just have a feeling that could is this what could happen? You know what I mean? Just you know, you imagine like and, and Philip Coutinho being there, and after signing a new deal, he's moved there full time now. I'm just wondering, is this the moment where Philip Coutinho pops up in the 92nd minute, a la Aguero, and volleys one into the top corner to cost City the title and present the Premier League to Liverpool? Now, listen, we can dream, we can write scripts, and we can write movies. Do I expect it to happen? No. Would I lose my shit if it does? 100%. Um, so let's see what happens. Current form at the moment, Southampton at the moment with uh, four losses, a win and a draw. So really, really bad forms for Southampton. They fairly solidified their position in the Premier League. Um, at one stage, they were really struggling, but went on a reasonable run. Um, but I'd say they're, they're more or less checked out for the summer at this stage. And, and Ralph is probably planning next season already. For Liverpool, in contrast, um, so much still on the line. Uh, two draws in the last six with four wins. Um, so we have to go there. We have to take three points. We have to mount the pressure on City. And not only that, we have to hope then on the last day against Wolves that we bag a few goals early, jump above City in the league table when they do that live league table and it filters through to the Etihad Stadium. And their fan base... You know, it silences. We have to try and silence their fan base from Anfield. That's what we have to try and do. But again, we'll get into that in the preview. Um, in terms of team news for the Saints, there's no fresh injury concerns from the Brentford game. But uh, safe to say, Ralph would have been very disappointed in that performance. And I think he will elect to make changes. I mean, obviously, we know that the boy Livramento was out. Um, Armstrong and Forster. Um are recovering from joint injury, so they may be available. Um, but it, look, we know who we're going to be going up against. We're going to be going up against Adams, who has been electric this season. The boy Brogia, who is an absolute monster. I'm sure if it's Matip and Kanate or whoever it is at the back, they're going to have their hands full with the boy Brogia. He's a big physical kid, um, and he'll get stuck in there. We know the boy War Prouch. We know how good he is from set pieces and stuff like that. Uh, Redmond will put in a shift for you. Walker Peters, we know he's become a really, really good player. So it's going to be, it's going to be really, really interesting the dynamic of this. Uh, for Liverpool, we know Fabinho's out. Salah, I doubt, will be risked. He has a groin problem now, so 
we're waiting to get updates on that, but we reckon all these players will be available for the Champions League, but probably not for the run-in. And for Salah, that's an interesting dynamic as well because he's only one goal ahead in the golden boot. Um, so he could end up losing that missing out on the last two games, potentially. Um, and you would have noticed him a little bit disappointing, uh, disappointed. I think when they were doing the trophy her on the on the up on the the, the stand um, after they got their medals, you'll notice Salah didn't want to raise the trophy. Now I wasn't too sure. A lot of people have read into this about different things. My guess is I'd say he was disappointed that he had to come off when he did. When he came off, he wasn't really in the game. He hadn't really put his, He hadn't really gotten into the game really or affected it in any way. Um, or some people have read into it as a signal that maybe that's his last. Um, is his last game for Liverpool. Who knows in terms of his contract and what's going to happen there. Who knows? Um, but look, we hope he recovers. We need him for the Champions League. And we know we know that him more than anyone has a point to prove in this Champions League final coming up. So hopefully he gets the opportunity to take to the field and revenge what happened against Real Madrid last time. Uh, we know Van Dijk came off as well. Um, but to see him dancing around in the dressing room after the game, I'm assuming he's okay. May not be risk for this game. I would expect him probably to be in the Wolves game, but we shall see. It depends what uh, Klopp wants to do. Um, we also know he's going to be forced into changes. So we know Gomez is available. We know Curtis Jones is there. Bobby Firmino's back in there. Knocked a bit of rust off there with the DFA Cup final. So he should be back up to sort of match going and stuff like that. I would expect Costa Simicus to keep his place and maybe give Robbo a rest. He looked absolutely butchered at the end of the FA Cup. It's been a heck of a season for Robbo and the mileage that guy's put in. I'd love to look up how many kilometres he's put in for the whole season because I think this is game, if I'm right with my maths, I think this is game 60 or something like that. It's something ridiculous. And the, the mileage these guys have put in has been unbelievable. Um, in terms of possible uh, starting lineups for Southampton, Forrester, Walker, Peters, Benarek, Selassou, Perro, Redmond, Ward, Prowse, Romeo, Armstrong, Adams, and Brogia. So that's a strong Southampton lineup. And we know it's not easy going down to St. Mary's, and we can't take anything for granted. You would assume with the body of players that Jorgen has available to him that we still be able to put out a very, very strong team to go out there, do a professional job, get the three points. I think at this stage, I don't think we need to be worrying about putting up a score. I think there's too many parameters in order to end up being goal difference. Um, and I just think we, we needed West Ham to win by two or three clear goals yesterday for that to still be a factor. Um, so I, I think that the main thing tomorrow evening is to go out, get the win, be professional, get the three points and prep for the Wolves game at Anfield. And I think that's what we need to do. I still think there's a lot of twists and turns in this title race, but I think most of them are going to come on Sunday afternoon. That's what I'm thinking at the moment. For Liverpool starting lineup, Alisson, Gomez, Matip, Konate, Samiskas, Jones, Henderson, Keita, Jota, Firmino and Diaz. Um, very potent front line there. Diaz will be back on the left. Bobby up the middle. Jota on the right. Again, it, I'm not too sure. He might want to put Mane back in there. I know he's he's had a he's had a ride of it at this stage, but he might want him to get over that penalty miss as well, and and um, you know get him back in there scoring a few goals. We have been quite blunt up front the last few weeks. Um, 
and we need to really find our shooting boots again, really, um, heading into that Champions League final. But that's the that's the possible starting lineup. The only difference that you might see there is maybe Mane starts, or maybe he comes on as a sub or something like that. Um, that's the only difference I would be saying. In terms of a prediction, I'm going to go for a 3-0 win for Liverpool. As blunt as we've been, I think you are eventually going to get a match where it all clicks together and we score a few goals. For Southampton, you know, no disrespect to them, but you would expect them to be like, you know, coming down off where they are at this stage and preparing for the summer and a bit of a holiday and stuff like that. But let's see, they'll always make it tough down there. I had a quick look, look at the betting as I always do. And for Southampton, they're six to one. Liverpool are two to five on and the draw is four to one. So the odds probably represent the gulf in the teams, but we know on any given day, Southampton, when they show up and play well, they're capable of beating any team. And especially with Ralph, who's a very good tactical manager as well. So we can't take anything for granted. But look, this has been Southampton versus Liverpool, your preview coming to you Tuesday, 7.45 from St. Mary's. The Reds need to put three points on the board to put the pressure on Man City. We will be back tomorrow evening with a match reaction and player ratings as we've done all season. We hope you've enjoyed the content. And if you are enjoying the content, again, I would ask you, please go over, subscribe, hit the bell notification and you can do to support the podcast. We're working really hard here on the podcast every each and every day with the shows that we're bringing you. And we're going to be adding more shows. And don't forget, we're going to be coming back with a transfer show twice a week throughout the summer and stuff like that. This looks as if it's going to be one of the biggest transfer windows in the history of the Premier League with so many teams needing rebuilds, needing players in and key positions and marquee signings as well. And the amount of money that's flooded in there now, the Chelsea takeover, the Newcastle takeover, Villa are going to have to spend money. All these teams are going to be looking to strengthen United's rebuild. Man City already pulling the, 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 the trigger on Holland and stuff like that. We're already linked with big players as well. So let's see what happens. So you'll really, really enjoy that transfer show. We're going to be bringing you twice a week. We're going to be analysing all the teams in the Premier League, what their needs are, who's moving, the ins and the outs, the possibilities, who they've been linked with, how they fit in. We'll do a full analysis on that transfer show for you every week, twice a week, um, to bring you right up to date on transfers and who's the movers and the shifters in the transfer market. If you want to contact the show, at Session Shankly on Twitter, the upper tier podcast at gmail.com if you want to drop us an email. Let us know what your predictions is down in the comments. Um, how do you feel about the title race? Is still on. Um, are you like me? Are you getting a little bit excited about maybe how this script is going to end? Um, are you worried about the injuries we picked up? Of course, you must be excited about the domestic double that we landed. Um, the Upper Tier Podcast, we're also on Instagram, Facebook. Drop over there. Give us a follow. We'd love to have you there. We're also on TikTok, dropping clips every day. Having great fun out there with people at the moment. So obviously go over you know, follow our TikTok channel as well over there. We're putting clips out there every day from the upper tier and the Shankly sessions. Um, and we will talk to you after the match tomorrow evening. Cheers, folks.